What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When the seven years of plenty which had been in the land of Egypt came to an end, And the seven years of famine began to come, just as Joseph had said. Then there was famine in all the lands. But in all the land of Egypt there was bread. Genesis 41, verses 53 to 54. Ladies and gentlemen, children of all ages, it is once again time for the, well, I almost said it, I almost said the other one, it's Legion of Michael podcast, yes indeed, Legion of Michael, and I'm your host, Paul Markle, thank you very much. And uh, right now, uh, you can and you should pop on over to legionofmichael.com, if you've not gone to legionofmichael.com, at least once you should do that. There's a big yellow button, gold, orange, yellow button that says enroll now. You can click that and get started uh, with your distance learning. It's a church security distance learning program. And as I've said many, many, many times before, if for some, well, if the enrollment is not open right now, that's okay. You can go ahead and click the start the quiz button and uh, take a church security quiz, and you can also uh, leave your name and email address, and as soon as enrollment is open, you will receive an email, and you'll be invited. There you go. It's a church security program. It's distance learning, and uh, I guarantee you, you will learn something from this program. All right. Ah, So what are we going to talk about? Well, he said, Paul, you've already talked about Joseph and uh, his predicting the Pharaoh's dream and how God sent him. God had a purpose for Joseph. Joseph might not have thought it at the time or realized at the time. He might have thought, man, my life stinks. My brothers betrayed me, and they sold me as a slave to Egypt, and then I was doing okay, and then this, uh, this, this woman betrayed me. She lied about me, and I got thrown in prison, and that wasn't very fun. But uh, God had a plan in store for Joseph. He went from being betrayed by his brothers, betrayed by his employer's wife, thrown into prison, probably thinking, wow, this stinks, to being second in command of the entire land of Egypt, right? 
And uh, God put him in place because he knew that he was going to send a famine to the land. He knew that things were going to be tough for his family, for the land, uh, for the house of Israel, for Jacob. Uh, And, well, Joseph became his instrument. Joseph was God's instrument to save the people. They gave him, well, he gave him the uh, the power of enlightenment, I guess you would say, the power of enlightenment. He gave him the power to predict dreams or to interpret dreams. You say, okay, I understand that. I went to Sunday school. Cool, cool story. Now, in the uh, New Testament, in the book of Matthew, you might remember this, uh, the the Pharisees and the Sadducees and the Issies and the Assies and all those Cs, they were always harassing Jesus. The Pharisees and the Sadducees, I'm going to quote from uh, Matthew 16 now. The Pharisees and Sadducees came up, and putting Jesus to the test, they asked him to show them a sign from heaven. Of course, I'm going to go ahead and pause right there. You've got to, when you read the, when you read the uh, Gospels, you've got to be frustrated. If you've read them more than once, you're like, holy cow, this guy, the Son of God, Jesus Christ has been walking around, raising the dead, giving the blind back their sight, giving the deaf back their hearing, cleansing lepers, casting demons out of possessed people. He's been doing this all over the place. And here he is sitting here, and you're going to come up to him and say, hey, uh, we need you to show us a sign. Really? Really? You you need me to show you a sign? Where have you been? But he replied to them, When it is evening, you say, It will be fair weather, for the sky is red. And in the morning, there will be a storm today, for the sky is red and threatening. You know how to discern the appearance of the sky, but are unable to discern the signs of the times. An evil and adulterous generation wants a sign, and so a sign will not be given to it except the sign of Jonah. And he left them, and he went away. That's Matthew 16, 1 to 4. And obviously he was talking about himself. He was talking about how the prophets, going all the way back to David, David, Isaiah, Jeremiah, Elijah, Elisha, all the prophets at one point in time, they're like, hey, God is going to send his son. He's going to send a savior, a Messiah, a Christ for you. And these are the signs. He'll be born of the house of David and so on and so forth. And, but they didn't want to hear it. They didn't want to see it. They didn't want to believe it. They wanted to believe what they already had in their hearts. They had already decided that they knew the truth. They knew the truth, and they didn't want signs. They didn't want to believe. I mean, Christ, <laughs> he went into the synagogues, and it was his turn to read. And they gave him the scrolls, and he got up, and he read the passage that predicted his birth and appearance. And they're like, yeah, okay, cool. Didn't see it. Didn't. Nope. They didn't want to see it. Because the world, as they saw it, was it was well, they molded. They tried to mold the world to their own thinking. They didn't want to see God's plan. They wanted to see their plan. Oh, ladies and gentlemen, 
We've been talking about preparation. Preparation. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Preparing your family and your community. Yourself first, your family, your community. And when you prepare yourself, your family, community, if people would do that, then your cities, your counties, your states, your country would be prepared. We've been talking for literally years about the predictions of Joseph. We've been talking about how it is up to you as the head of a household. It is up to you as a leader in your church to encourage others to be self-sufficient, resilient, and self-reliant. Just this last week, here in our world, we had two big shakeups. Now, we've been talking about the, the fragility of the food production system here on planet Earth for a long time. We've been talking about how the criminal government of the United States has been encouraging farmers not to plant crops. We've talked about how the criminal government of the United States is using the tax code to take away land that could be used to grow crops. We talked about uh, the Netherlands, about how the, the country of the Netherlands is the number two most food-producing or food-exporting country in the world next to the United States. That's huge. You probably would have said, if I said, who's number two? Who's the second biggest food producer in the world besides the United States? You probably would say, oh, well, Russia, they're huge. Or China, they're huge. Or India, they're huge. No, it's the Netherlands, little tiny Netherlands. The criminal government of the Netherlands is destroying their ability to produce and export food. We said, well, what happens when the second largest food producing nation in the world is throttled, is put into a position where they, they can't, where they're only making half or producing half? There are people in the world reliant on that food, right? It's not like the Netherlands is just producing food and they're throwing it down a hole in the ground or putting it in caves. They're producing food and humans are eating it. Every year, year after year after year. So what happens when you don't do that anymore? What happens when you go from making X to X minus and you're now you're making Y? Where, where is that? Where does the replacement come from? Do people just stop eating? Do human beings just stop eating? They're like, you know, we're, we're, yeah, we're, we're tired of all that food stuff. We're not going to do that anymore. We talked about that years, a year ago, and it's still underway. Well, this last week, the country of Russia uh, curtailed, cut off the grain exports from the Ukraine area, from areas of Ukraine. They cut it off. The country of India announced that they were going to reduce by 40% their rice exports. You ever gone to a grocery store and uh, 
seeing great big bags, you know, five, 10 pounds, maybe 20 pound bags of rice that say Mahatma on them. Where do you think Mahatma rice comes from? I think it comes from Louisiana. You're like Mahatma, like Gandhi, like India, like, yeah. 40%, a 40% reduction in the exports. So India is looking at the future and they're saying, you know what, we need to feed our people so we're going to keep our food here. Russia is keeping the grain for in Russia. The Netherlands is in trouble because they're, they're run by criminals. They're run by Satanists. They're run by minions of Satan, those who worship man. Socialists. Socialists worship man. They do not worship God. They worship the creations of their own hands. They are so impressed by themselves. We've been saying that uh, you need to prepare your home, your community needs to be resilient and self-reliant. We need to stop looking outside and start looking inside. And just as all this was happening, we see news coming out of Dallas, Texas, where people are panic buying. They're going to grocery stores and they're panic buying rice. They saw the news, and they started panic buying. Now, is panic buying ever a good idea? No, it's not a good idea. It's not a good idea. And you don't need to. If you see the signs, if you pay attention, you don't need to panic buy. You don't need to participate in that. We've talked about it. It's there. And you say, how is it that people are in a position now where they're panicking when for years and years you and I have talked about the need to slowly but and surely build up your food stocks, buy chickens, raise chickens, raise goats, plant gardens, store your food, save your food, learn how to can food if you don't know already. We've been saying this for literally years, and here we, ha- we see people where there's videos. You can look it up if you want. Just look up Dallas panic buying, and you'll see people in stores panic buying food. Why? Where have these people been? Did they not see the signs? The signs are there. They've been there. But they didn't want to see him, did they? No, they didn't want to see them. So they wanted to wait until the last minute. Failure to see the signs. The signs are there. The signs are all around us. Evil men have taken control of our governments. Evil men do evil things. What did Christ tell us? You will know them by the fruit. If it's a good tree, it has good fruit. And if it's a rotten tree, it has rotten fruit. Because a rotten, evil, despicable tree does not produce good fruit, and a good tree does not produce rotten fruit. They're evil men in positions of power, and they are producing rotten fruit. You'll know them by the fruit that they produce. It's not hard. You just have to pay attention. You need to get out of your own way. That's what the Pharisees and the Sadducees, that's what they could not do. They couldn't get out of their own way, shut their mouths. They couldn't shut that hole under their noses and listen louder and pay attention. 
ladies and gentlemen, we need to be better than that. God, you say, well, if there was going to be a famine and God wanted the people in Israel, in Egypt and Israel and so forth, if he wanted to take care of them, well, he could have just rained manna down out of the sky continuously for seven years. Well, he didn't need to because he sent Joseph into Egypt and he said, hey, prepare. Get prepared. Right now is the time of plenty, but it's not going to last forever. That is the reality of the world in which we live. Good times will come and they will go. Bad times will come and the bad times will go. We need to be prepared. God gives us the opportunity every day to be prepared. Remember, as we said just a few weeks ago, if you choose not to decide, you still have made a choice. So if you've chosen not to prepare, if you've chosen not to see the signs, if you've chosen to stick your head in the sand, that was a choice that you made. Failure to see the signs. How often do we suffer because we just couldn't get out of our own way and see the signs? All right, ladies and gentlemen, join me, please, will you, for the warrior's prayer. Lord, I come before you seeking the strength and skill to overcome my enemies. Grant me, I pray, the wisdom to recognize evil, the courage to confront it, and the strength to destroy it. In Jesus' name I pray this. Amen. credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.